0: Welcome back to You Other Magic. Today I have Onika, Coach O, with me today. And she has an amazing story that has gotten her to where she is today. And I can't wait to really jump in and dive into all of your gorgeous stories. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Super excited to be here. So, as everybody knows, the only question that I do ask is what is your magical story and the motivation that got you really started in your business and helping the people that you help that is, has gotten you to where you are today?
1: Awesome. That's an awesome question. So my amazing story uh, wasn't pretty. I started out as a um, 19-year-old mother. So I was a teenage mom. And actually, I wasn't a teenage mom at 19. I was a teenage mom at 16. But the root of my story is why I started to do what I do and to help those that I help is at the age of 19 with a three-year-old daughter working a full-time job, I was in a turbo car accident. And the result of that car accident was 19 hours of surgery oh. and Um, almost two months in the hospital. The result of that was a lost femur in my left leg, a crushed knee, a broken ankle and broken toes. And with all of those broken things, you know, kind of broken spirit, but at the same time, um, knowing that there was a really long road of recovery ahead of me. Um, So Within that car wreck, I um, walked on crutches for a year. And so I went from being a healthy teenage mom in the 12th grade, my senior year of high school to, you know, out of school, being disabled and unemployed. So knowing where I was, I had two decisions that I could make. One, I can have pity and feel sorry for myself, or two, I could pick myself up and put the broken pieces back together and begin to build the life that I desire to have versus the one that I was being dealt.
0: Oh, my goodness. That is so interesting nothing ever happens by accident everything happens for a reason and yesterday I was talking to someone and her whole life changed through having a car accident and that was when she had the awakening and created her business so um it's just everything <laughs> everything in my world is really lining up so with creating the life that you wanted to desire, that you desire what were the steps what were the things that you did with all of the trauma that you had been through with the car accident and the broken bones and not only healing your body, but healing your soul and healing the direction that you want to go and being a parent, how did you parent whilst going through all of this? And did you have support?
1: Um, Initially, I had support. I think, you know, like sometimes and I wouldn't say, a, you know, sometimes when you're going through things. In the moment, you have like immediate support, but you really need more support down the road. Right. And so I had the family support, you know, the first couple of days I was in the hospital. They were there. But with me being in the hospital as long as I was, you know, um, my parents had to go back to work. My mother had to go back to work. Um, And I was in the hospital an hour and 15 minutes away from home. So I had to kind of have a routine in the hospital and was able to speak with them on the phone on a daily basis. But at that time, I was basically in the hospital by myself. And so after um, returning from the hospital to returning home, um, I'm kind of independent. So being independent and being in my own place, Being in my own place, I couldn't return home because of the injuries. So I did have major support because I had to live with my sister for nine months. And with the injuries that I had, there was a lot of things I couldn't do. So I had to have the support from just daily, day-to-day things as getting dressed and going to the bathroom. Just day-to-day things that I could not do independently. Um, because of the injuries because of all the swelling because of the staples because of I mean just it was just it was a lot so um having all that and having the family support you know I did have family support but it 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 took help because I wasn't able to do that you know in the beginning um I did move back into my own place um 10 months later But at that time, I still was recovering because I walked on crutches after I started walking a year. Now, I didn't start walking right away. It was months before I started to walk. And then after starting to walk, I was on crutches for a year. And so I pressed, I pressed, I prayed, and I pressed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I pressed. And I think, you know, I kind of relied, I, I, I had a reliance on God when I really didn't know what that meant. I just knew that what I see, what I was seeing is not what I saw. So when I knew what I was seeing was not what I saw and what I mean by that, I knew the impact of the wreck, the injuries and the, the things that I was dealing with is not what he had shown me as a little girl that I will be doing, that I will be this help to people, that I will be, you know, doing the things that I'm doing today. And so I knew that I had to depend on him and not on myself. And so I did have some support and um, it was a long road to of, of recovery.
0: It's so powerful and to see the strength of to know the strength that you have inside of you when something happens like that and to dig deep to be able to start creating the life that you desired. So what was, what sparked you to start your coaching and consulting business? What were the things that really got you rolling in that direction?
1: Awesome question. So one is people always come to me for advice. And so um, I saw the impact um, and just from small things, medium things, I mean, all types of things, you know, um, just growing up and through life, um, people will come to me. And as I was yet in recovery, but working, um, knowing I wasn't living my purpose. And so I started to listen to motivational speakers like um, Les Brown and Jim Rohn and um, Tony Robbins um but Les Brown's voice really had a major impact in my life and I used to listen to him and his story about Mamie Brown's little boy and I listened and I listened and I listened so it was his motivational speeches that encouraged me to do my certification and as I was on this job and um I had um, employees and coworkers that would come to me for advice and it was males. And so I was like, I said, yeah, you know, I want to work with me and, and it's always funny how you have a plan to do one thing and God has <laughs> another plan for you. And yeah. so, um, you know, as I continue to listen at the motivational speeches, as I continue to go to work and guide and encourage and inspire and motivate um, those that worked for me as well, worked with me. It gave me, and and people are just like, and you sure you don't do this for a business? And you sure you don't do this for a business? You really should think about doing it for a business. And so I think it was the encouragement from those that I helped. It was um, the impact that I saw that it made in the lives of those that I helped. That really started me into pursuing um, Action Speaks Volume Incorporated coaching
0: business. Oh my goodness, I love that. And I love, <laughs> hey, you thought that you wanted to work with men, and there's always something different out there. And I always thought that I wanted to work with women, and I've had a few men show up in my world to work with, and I just, I love it. And it's amazing, but it's that contrast of, and they're completely different reasons why the men are coming to me for coaching. It's not the business side where I help the women, it's more of the emotional and, um, nurturing side that they want to tap into so I love that so when people were coming to you and wanting to be coached by you or asking for advice at what moment did you decide I can create my own business from doing this and really make a bigger impact in the world um almost
1: immediately Because I knew, I knew what my purpose was. I knew from a little girl what my purpose was. And I mean, um, because what I do now is what I used to get in trouble for. And what I tell people that, you know, you cannot take out what's in a person that's supposed to be there. It doesn't matter, you know, um, how far you run from it. It doesn't matter how many people try to pull you from it. But you cannot, you cannot not do what you was created to do. It doesn't matter how far you go. It doesn't matter um, if you don't quite understand what that is. And so I think as they continued to come, it reminded me. It reminded me of the conversations, the dreams. It reminded me of the visions that I had um, as a little girl. And it was now coming to pass. It was now manifesting itself in my life and so and this is and this is something i don't even think i've shared before but i thought you know as i as i was coming to the conclusion that i was going to start a business i was like oh i can practice with these men and so i just I, I i i served and i gave of myself and they continued to come and i saw the impact and i'm like okay i see what this is doing here with them so, I think starting a business would be a great thing to do.
0: Oh my God, I love that. And one thing that I love that you just said is you served. You yes. served and you served and you served. And when we can remove ourselves from the outcome of what we want for ourselves and be really in it to serve, that's where the magic happens. And I did it live this morning in my group around, your worth and how much money you have because we are worthy right now as we are no matter what is happening in our bank account it's when we're serving and we're giving value that's when our bank account starts to grow but we are worthy as we are right now in this very moment yes (laughs) and I for a long time connected myself to my worth with the amount of money in my bank account and once I separated it to I am worthy right now as I am, regardless of anything else that's going on. I'm an amazing human but there was times where I'd get into deep dark places because I was connecting to what was happening in my bank account and <clears throat> when you say service that's just what happens in my head. it's the service dropping into service and really serving. So you said that you started off with men and how did you then then what happened in regards to creating a business did you know how to start a business did you go and get advice did you do study what what was the thing that really happened so you said that you did a coaching course diploma certification yeah certification i, did, um, I knew that the word was
1: wrong and <laughs> i did the coaching certification but absolutely no i did not know how to start a business i mean i was lost. I was in my head and, you know, thinking that I needed to do all the things. And um, I came into contact with an individual in South Carolina and we were just having a conversation about another business. Um, I became a part of an MLM and we happened to have a conversation because I came into that business by a mutual friend. She wasn't a part of the business, but her friend was. And so we kind of connected and we had a conversation. And so although I was involved in the MLM, I was like, that's not really what I want to do. And so she was like, well, what is it that you really want to do? And I was like, I really want to start my coaching business, but I don't know what to do. And so she was like, well, why you don't? And it was just God's way of connecting because there was no reason for us to be connected because she wasn't a part of the business. And so she's like, um, I help women do that. So she just went on this, she just started asking me question after question. And she's like, I ask a lot of questions. And so she's like, well, what I would do is meet with you every week and we'll just build from there. And so that's what we did. So we had a weekly meeting where she would ask me questions and um, she would continue to ask um, question after question after question. And then she started to say, okay, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I did invest in myself where um, I continued to, but even early on, I'm just going to be honest, The first three years were tough. I didn't have a client and I didn't make any money because I was trying to do all of the things. Doing all the things, a little of this and getting a little bit of this from this person in this place and person doing this thing. It was rough. And so like now um, I finally got to a point where I was able to put all of those things together, together. But it was a rough, long And it could have been a really expensive road because you're trying to get graphics and you're trying to learn about sales and you're trying to learn about marketing and you're trying to learn leads and just technical stuff and trying to do all the things as um, an individual entrepreneur. And so um, it was hard. And, And I did a lot of, you know, reading the books. But you know, sometimes we can be so stuck into, you know, the the planning, the planning, the planning. I call it (laughs) procrastinating, because I I am the (laughs) procrastinated coach. So I call it procrastinating because you sometimes we think, okay, I need to learn, you know, one more thing before I can do it. I need to have this set up before I can do it. I need to take one more course, and you find that you're constantly taking courses, you're constantly reading books everything sounds attractive. And I know today we call it the shiny object syndrome. Everything sounds so good, but you never can put none of it together. You never execute on any of it. And so there's two parts of our business that we have to concentrate on the planning part and the execution part, and they should be done separate.
0: (laughs) Oh, so good. So good because I know when I started my business, I got really caught up in the setting up a website and setting up the techie stuff, setting up all the things. And now in my business, I have my podcast, which you're listening to right now. But everything else I don't have, I just organically get people into my world magically through energy and it's all the energy stuff behind it. And there is obviously systems and things that I do have in place on the back end, which I'm building on at the moment. But yesterday in my mastermind, one of my clients said, the best thing you ever said to me was throw my list out the door. And I went, pardon? I don't even remember saying that. She said, I had this list that I needed to tick off every day, cleaning, doing this, doing that, doing that. And then before you knew it, there was no time to do business stuff. And creating the priority. So what is the priority? You don't need to be working hours and hours and hours on end. It's the focused, yeah. deliberate, intentional work That you could do in 30 minutes or do in an hour and then create the planning. Like you said, you've got to plan, but you've also got to execute because we can continue to plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and then nothing happens and we're like, well, I'm working in my business all the time. I'm forever doing things in my business and I'm studying and I'm learning and I'm this and I'm that. Just breathe. (laughs) Let's slow it down. And what are you executing on? I love that planning and execution is exactly what needs to happen in business. And that you don't need to have all that external noise.
1: Yes. And and I want to just jump in right there because that's, I mean, I I ask the question quite often, if you're not making money, what are you doing? Now, service, you're going to give, you know, superior service. You're going to give you know, service that's going to make a difference. You're going to give service that's going to be impactful, that is going to be influential, and that is going to bring income. But if you're not doing those things, we really can't say that we're in business. I call it the expensive hobby, you know. And so when you think about, you know, um, we're we're planning to plan to plan the plan. You know, sometimes we meet to have the meeting and we meet about the meeting. We meet, you know, so we just we're just busy. we're busy and something that you said rings so true with a lot of people is we feel like the longer we work, the more successful we sound. Catch that. Not the more successful we are, but the more successful we sound. But I want to be at a point and I've gotten at a point in my business where I can do less, make more when you have the right systems in place. And a website is great. But you can have a web designer to do that. Can you do what you say on your web page? And so I have kind of gotten away from the website. People want to know if you can take them from point A to point B. Can you solve my problem? I don't care what you call it. I don't care about your website. (laughs) You know, they tune into WIIFM. What's in it for
0: me? (laughs) Yep. I love that. And I've I've worked with a coach and I'm back working with her. I go on and off with this one coach cause she really pushes me and expands me, but she has an obsession with sales pages. They put me into a massive spin <laughs> and I completely freeze, go into overwhelm. I have a massive meltdown and I'm like, no, nah, not doing it. I'm doing it my way. And I go off And do it my way. And I message her and go, ah, look what I've just done. She's like, you're the funniest person I've ever met because everyone else loves sales pages and just loves to send the link. And that's the way that people do it. And it's about doing it your way, the way that works for you and uncovering because each and every one of us are different and we are unique. And, yes, you're going to take things from other people and go, yes, I really like that. That resonates with me. That resonates with me. But there's going to be things that, like you said, websites. It's not about what is written on the website. Can you take me from here to here? That's it. And if you can, let's have a conversation and let's do this. And when we can get to that point of knowing, that deep sense of knowing that you're amazing and the work that you do is transformational, And you don't need all that fancy, fancy stuff. That's when uh, a business starts to take off and everything starts to shift and change for you because you're not leaking energy to things that are actually not money-making activities or impactful activities to create change.
1: Exactly. And I like how you said that. And I know like for me, for the last four or five years, you know, you kind of look to the left, you look to the right. And 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 I always I always hang my hat on, do not compare. And so a lot of times you would look to the left and to the right and say, okay, this person have this online course. Okay, this person have this program. And you can get caught up and think that you need one. But God, I, for me, it said, you are the product. You are the product they're connected to your energy. They're connected to your drive, you know? And so I'm the product. I don't have a online program today. I don't, but I don't need one because I am uniquely me where I am able to do what I need to do. I'm able to take a person from point A to point B without all the papers, because again, I work with individuals that procrastinate. They don't want another workbook. They don't want (laughs) another program that they have to go through on their own, trying to figure out from point A to point B. I find that an individual get more done in our time together when we're face to face or in a sudden you know, where we're able to communicate and see, where we are a work in progress as we are speaking. And when they finish speaking, they have done what they need to do for the day. We got to get out of this notion to think that, you know, if we do long hours and we have all these tasks, I don't call it to-do list. I call it, you know, it's it's a, a completion list, a result list for the day do what you're going to say, say what you're going to do, be your word, and stop putting all the things on there, because we can find a lot of stuff to do, but we have to ask ourselves (laughs) how many of the things on the to-do list
0: do we actually get done? Yes, and it's so true, and it's Depending on what part of the business that you're in and what it what it is that you are creating for yourself, I know I'm the front line of my business and I've employed someone to work with me and she loves, she gets excited by um administration. It loves it. Like it's just her favorite thing to do and she's like, you need to be doing this. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm on the front lines getting results, getting the money in and making transformations in my client's life doing that stuff does not interest me, but she loves it. So knowing what you love in what it is that you're doing, loving and knowing what your calling is and what is it that you're helping people do. Are you coming in and helping someone on the back end of the business or are you the front end of the business or are you at the front end, but your your passion is to do the back end stuff for somebody else? Like what is it that you want to be doing and what excites you? And you don't have an online program. I don't have an online program. I do online programs per se, but it's not an evergreen one where I just continue selling because I'm moving really fast. Like I've already got all my programs right. ready for next month. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is what's happening. I've just got to tie up these ones so that can get onto that one. And, brrr, and my, admin, my admin girl is like, hmm, you like to do things like this. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you that we like to move fast and <laughs> move because we get an idea and it's the energy behind what we're bringing to the world that becomes magnetic to bringing people to us.
1: Right. And, and, and to add, you know, just to, just to piggyback on what you're saying is, you know, it's when you, when you have those programs and the things that you know, that works, you don't go and reinvent the wheel or go and jump on a wheel that may not work for you because it's working for someone else. And, I like how you said if you're in the front end or the back end and you just have to know where your place is, because every place is not the best use of my energy. What I'm doing right now is the best use of my energy. So trying to do all the things, trying to do, you know, all of the admin, trying to do the techie stuff. That's not the best use of my energy, one, because I don't know all of that like that. So that's why we have a dream team or we have some help To do the things that not necessarily that we can't do, but it's just not the best use of our time. You know, how is it that we can be more impactful? How is it that we can, you know, imprint the world bigger, better, quicker, doing the things that we're good at? And see, a lot of times, you know, we'll say, okay, look at your weaknesses and work on your weaknesses. No, I spend my time on my strengths. (laughs) I spend my time on my strengths and not my weaknesses.
0: Yeah, and this is what successful people do, exactly what you just said, is we hire people to help us do those things so that we're not getting burnout, so that we can be the best versions of ourselves, so we can do the best service that we can possibly do and make a bigger impact in the world by doing what we love to do.
1: Yes, and I asked the question earlier this week. I said, do do entrepreneurs... Become entrepreneurs and business owners to work more hours and to be broke? That's a really great question. Because when you talk to most entrepreneurs, they think they have to work from sunup to sundown, first one in, last one out, trying to do all the things, want to be no. We stop, we 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 start our business with the mind that. I want money freedom. I want time freedom. I want location freedom. But that is not time, money, and location freedom if you're stuck at your computer, at your desk, in a small corner, and doing all the things, but you're never executing any of them to say, I'm making money. I'm busy spending money and spending time.
0: (laughs) Oh, so good. So good. I know for myself when you said that it just brought me back to a time where I thought that I needed to get up super early and do all the things and get my daughter to school, pick her up from school. Then when she went to bed, I did some more stuff at the end. Then I finally just put my hands up in there and, you know, I'm tapping out, I'm tapping out. Got up late, went to bed early, made more money, had more fun, was able to spend it because there was no forcing, there was no pushing, there was no... I need to be something that I am not. Yes, I need to become more than more of who I am, but I need to become somebody else and do what other people say that I need to do that big masculine driven, forcing, doing, doing, doing energy. It's in the feminine energy, and the masculine is the doing, but it's that just that flow that ebb and that flow and just knowing what feels good and what feels right and having deep, beautiful, delicious conversations and oh, watching the transformation and the breakthroughs happen in that moment of the conversation when you're serving, nothing better.
1: Absolutely nothing better. Where you can kind of move when you want to move, be who you want to be. Have what you want to have and not have that forceful pull that I have to be somewhere. You look at it as I get to. This is a privilege. This is, I mean, it is a privilege to serve. It is a privilege to be able to share your goodness. It is a privilege for you to be impactful and making those imprints in the world. It is a privilege to say that, you know, that I get to. I get to serve the world. I get to share my story. I get to inspire someone else. And I don't have to feel like it's a tug at my heart, my time, my being, that I have to, um, it's free. It's, I mean, it's just like a free, as you said, free-flowing It's a free-flowing spirit to say that I really enjoy and embrace seeing the impact of the work that I'm doing in the universe and how it impacts families and how it impacts lives and how it impacts futures. So amazing. It's so amazing.
0: So amazing. And the ripple effect is next level. So I could sit here and talk to you all day, but where do people come and find you? How do they get involved in your programs, in your one-on-ones? Tell me all the things that you've got going on.
1: Okay. So one thing that I have going on, you know, and I want to just quickly say, you know, I started off with Les Brown back in, it was like 2009, but I'm super excited that, um, On this month, I'm actually sharing the stage with the legendary Les Brown. I'm also in a book with the legendary Les Brown. The conference is June um, the 26th. And um, um, I will share the link with you that you can share out. It is a free conference. It's three days, Um, but it's called You Are Enough. You Are Enough. And it is amazing. Have some amazing speakers lined up. Um, I can be reached on social media. I am Onika Shirley on Facebook. I am Action Speaks Volume on the Instagram. Action Speaks Volume on Instagram. And by way if you wanted to um, if you wanted to have a conversation about one of my programs, you can reach out to me at p6p6nextlevel.com. P6, p6nextlevel.com. p6 nextlevel.com and that is the p6 method and so that is p6nextlevel.com
0: love it love it love it if you're ready to up level and you're ready to take your business to the next level reach out to Onika it's been amazing having you on the show and so many golden nuggets so thank you We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.